0: Mark Adams and this is Mark Smith's 50 for 50, where each week I will look at a year in my life to find the geek influences, ending up looking at the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week, 1999! How futuristic the year 1999 sounded. Would the moon leave Earth orbit? Would the doctor save the Earth by closing the Eye of Harmony? Would the galaxy's greatest comic have to change its name before next year? We didn't get that jump in technology that was promised, but maybe we would get all this stuff that was promised in 2015. It was a year that Putin became the Prime Minister of Russia, making his dominance in Russian politics that still endures as we, I write this. The United Kingdom brought in a controversial Minimum Wage Act and the new assemblies for Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland gained powers. I was still working as a church-based youth worker, also doing two sessions a week in a youth drop-in centre. All this was gaining experience and gaining education. There were many small courses that I was able to take to boost my knowledge and to show that learning does not finish at school. Courses in running games, drugs education, outdoor learning and even one in British Sign Language. All of which would be added to my youth worker toolbox in the various aspects of my job. Aspects of TV were still in my life as I relaxed at different parts of the day and worked evenings. My video cassette recorder was invaluable in keeping up with all these shows. In March, the much better than expected Case of the Fatal Death brought us Doctor Who, but as a parody. It was much more than a just for laughs Mickey take, with the writer and director both fans of Doctor Who. This was a love letter to Doctor Who, poking fun at it, but showing how great Doctor Who had been in the past. It gave us not only a romance interest for the Doctor and the first female Doctor, but a hope for the future. It showed how much people longed for more, and it would come back in 2003. Another twist in the usual came from animated Batman. Batman Beyond is something I only accidentally saw watching out of boredom, and was very quickly won over. The story of an aged Batman recruiting someone else to be the new Batman, but Bruce Wayne still pulling the strings, was incredible imagining from Bruce Tim, I saw it in an Irish language channel, Tina G. Unfortunately, I didn't speak Irish. But fortunately, they did not dub this into Irish, as they would do with Justice League cartoons in later years. 1999 was also the year I bought my first gaming station. I spent a long time weighing up the options between a PlayStation or an N64. I chose the latter. I liked the cartridge loading. Also, the price was right, and it had four players. I bought Super Mario 64, The Legend of Zelda, and GoldenEye, and I really annoyed the young people by insisting that they played GoldenEye on paintball mode. It was also the year that I bought my first Harry Potter book. In fact, I bought three of them. It is hard to describe how popular these books were, especially as the stories are now more accessible in film form. These young adult books were bought by adults and discussed at length. Were they any good? Well, for me they were. It was only the ending of the series that feels a wee bit of a letdown. Each book uh, is written for the age Harry was at the time, but also includes details that readers speculated about for years, wondering if they would be part of the final I watched movie in two parts of my life that year. The science fiction films I watched in one part of my life. The big film was Star Wars The Phantom Minutes, which I saw in a deserted cinema. Oh, that was luxury. The hype around it probably took away from some of the enjoyment, and there were bits that really should not have been in it with a good editor. It did set up the prequels very well, and it did bring me back to episode two and three. I was with a group of friends to watch The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser. This had the feel of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the humour suited me. The other part of movie watching was with Julie. we had started going out again, and we lived about 50 miles apart, so when we met up every other week, it was at a cinema halfway between us. Julie's not much of a sci-fi geek, so we watched films like The General's Daughter, Lake Placid, and Ten Things I Hate About You. We would meet for tea at the Red Panda and then go to a movie. We grew closer. As a new year approached and the world seemed worried about both the millennium bug and the fact that the real start of the millennium was 2001, not 2000, I got the flu. And it floored me. I think it lasted nearly all of December. I didn't see Julie until New Year's Eve when she came in to stay at a friend's house so we could spend a couple of days together. Before the party on New Year's Eve, we went for a drive along the beautiful north coast of Northern Ireland and stopped at Kilbein Castle. Too wet to go for a walk, I reached into the boot and took out a four-foot artificial rose and I asked her to marry me. And listener, she said yes. If you would like to contact me, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com at twitter at marksmesspodcast without the T on Facebook, Marks Mess Podcast, and thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music.